This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy Snoop, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Episode 65 in the Treehouse. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. And it is football season officially for 2022. So, <laughs> I had to turn down mine too. Uh, how cute me and Katie are. Oh my gosh, yeah, you guys are adorable. So you had Jersey Day at work. Office. Yep. Steve and Katie wore a wit in Jersey. Mm. Was that one Nick's? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't think Katie owns any jerseys. She wore Nick's Cowboys jersey. That's awesome. A travesty, really. I love it. We are still watching the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game because it has gone into overtime, but we decided to start podcasting anyway. It's been a fun kind of first weekend. Katie says that this game's not on direct TV. What? You don't get CBS? Ah, That's weird. It is on CBS, so she should get it. That, That would be odd. I've got questions. I need answers now. <laughs> um, anyway, that's that's that on that. Yeah, mm, yeah. Football season. It's it's pretty good. Tom Brady's in town today. Uh, yeah. No, I know it's going to be a packed stadium. I can't imagine going to Arlington today. Uh, you know, for what? any reason. No, I would be <laughs> avoiding it at all costs. So I actually have avoided it at all costs. There was no reason for me to go to Arlington today, so kept it home. Yeah, it's got to be insane over there. Mm-hmm. Had to be insane starting it like this morning, right? Yeah. Yesterday was the first TCU home game. Yeah. We played Tarleton, who I didn't know had a football team. Right? I know they had cheerleaders. Well, yeah, they had other sports. Yeah. but Not I, like they were without athletics at all. Yeah, I had no idea. They, they had, had like apparently a very good softball team. Oh, oh yeah. I recall. Yeah, I think you're right. So... I mean, good for them, but I didn't know they had football. In fact, I need to look this up now. How long has Tarleton had a football team? They've had it since the beginning. That would be Wouldn't pretty that funny. Be funny. Yeah. So, but I'm happy TCU won. And I didn't follow the game on Thursday. I don't even know who played on Thursday, but so far the games today have been pretty fun. And this evening will be the Buccaneers at the Dallas Cowboys at the stadium in Arlington. See, I'm not the only one who's Googling this. How long is Tarleton? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Their first football team was fielded in 1904. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So since the beginning. Who knew? 1904. Over 100 years they've had a football team and we didn't okay, know. Okay. But they just got to play in D1 sports in July 2020. So who cared oh, okay. before then? So two years they've been in D1 sports. <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome though it's pretty cool when your college gets to be like that big usually because isn't it the size of the college that that, yeah yeah yeah. that determines the division it was fun when we changed from the mountain west conference to the big 12 Mm -hmm. that was a big deal also that was the same year that a&m left the big 12 to go play in the sec so still tcu and a&m didn't get to play each other dang it what a bummer yeah The important thing that happened yesterday, I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? The most important game that happened yesterday is that BYU, of all teams, beat Baylor. That is crazy. So Baylor is not in the top 10 anymore. (laughs) Knocked out by BYU, which I think is hilarious. Right? Because I didn't even know BYU was good. (laughs) 
They were good back in like the 90s, I remember. And then I haven't heard them being good since then. No, but usually they cause Cameron a lot of heartache. Yeah. And like in the 90s, we were kind of going back and forth to Utah and California for like to live. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were probably more involved in BYU sports at that time than anytime since then that would make sense they, mm-hmm. the game went into double overtime wow and then they finally won wow was it televised uh yeah yeah it was a big deal mm-hmm. and also espn college football twitter was a flurry oh gotcha that's how i saw it because i obviously was not watching the game but i saw my friend marla was at the game marla and lex oh yeah 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 so marla they were there and she was um very excited it was cute yeah i meant yeah. to text cameron today and see if he's if he's still riding the high uh-huh. <laughs> of beating Baylor. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Very cool. I love it. So other than our obsession with football, both of us are keeping an eye on the screen. Uh, yeah, have you been I obsessing about anything? Um, uh, no, not really. I've, I've been in vacation mode. For um. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the game. Not I that can, she's been in vacation I mode. I can call these plays better than this coach. <laughs> I love it. So many times as we, oh gosh, sorry. Jesus. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. So many times as we've been watching the game, uh, Ivy has said that she's made a call and they do the opposite of what she says and it's been disastrous every time. Yeah, but when they listened to me, they, they got the scored. touchdown. Yep. Yeah. So pretty good. You know, I've been obsessing about the Happy Color app. Uh, it's under like games or whatever in our um in the google play and it's just this little like paint by number color by number app and it's got different there's a daily one and there's different ones that you can do like uh it could be horoscopes or portraits or animals or nature whatever um you can do by different categories or you can just kind of scroll your home screen and find one that you think would be fun to do so um it's very relaxing very it's so nice because my world has been so chaotic for the past like month and finding this app and Andrea, my friend Andrea welcoming mm-hmm. used to do it all of the time. And she was like, it's, she's always just nice. You can just concentrate on, you know, coloring and letting everything else go. Don't and so it's it, pretty dude. fun. <coughs> oh, first down. I have a lingering cough from a sinus infection that I've had. You, if you checked the tapes, you've had this cough for approximately a year and a half. Uh, this is different than just the coughs from the uh, candles or whatever. This is definitely this is the exact same cough. I promise you, there's a lot more to this one. <laughs> um, oh no, he's hurt. It's a bangle hurt. Are you hurted, bangle? We went on the Peter Pan ride at Disneyland. We'll get there, anyways. Uh-huh. Um, no, my only obsession. So I can't remember. I think we were watching some, something when we were in the hotel room. Mm -hmm. Dumb. Oh, okay. I still think it was stupid. Field goal target line though. When they run the ball like this. Okay. I got to focus. Yeah. So, uh, this overtime, the Steelers got the ball and, uh, couldn't do anything with it. So now the Bengals have it. The Bengals. I know. The Bengals have it, and they are at the field goal target line. Hopefully, they just go for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, actually, all you need to do is get some points, and then you win. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, so you were in the hotel. 
Yeah, and we saw a commercial for Discovery Plus, but which hasn't has not phased me because I don't. I'm tired of all these streaming services. I either mm-hmm. need to like commit to all of them, or I need to drop all of them and just watch my TV because I spend like an atrocious amount of money on streaming apps and cable TV. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I saw this preview, and it was called The House of Hammer, and it's about Army Hammer. And all of this weird, 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 weird stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like a an episode and a three quarters in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, it starts off with the girl that he was dating from Dallas. Uh-huh. He was at a bar in Dallas. She was at a bar in Dallas. They met briefly. Then he followed her on Instagram the next day. They didn't talk for like six months. Uh-huh. Um, and then <laughs> boys are so dumb. Um football related. So then in general related. <laughs> but this time about football. So six months. So they anyways, didn't talk. then he starts messaging her. Well, the world shuts down for quarantine. Oh. So he starts blowing up her phone. They're talking all the time. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, uh, mm, weird, but aren't you married? And he's like, no, we're separated. Like, So she's talking to him like all day, every day. He starts getting a little bit weird in the text messages, but she's like, I don't know. It's just like flirty. She's like writing it off because she likes him. Right. So she goes to California to go visit one of her friends in L.A. And then uh, they meet in person and they spend the weekend in like the desert And then they end up spending like three weeks in the desert. And the whole time she's just like, this is great. Except for like the last night. Um, when this kicker cannot miss this cornfield. No, no, no. Um, so I can't watch. So, um, the last night he pushes it a little too far. Oh, sexually speaking. Yeah. Like so much that she won't say what it is that happened wow that's amazing at the same time he's also talking to two other girls constantly not as often as he's talking to this girl mm-hmm. but he's talking to a lot of girls about like shibari um but like shibari is that am i saying that correctly i think i, I am. don't even know what shibari is shibari is uh no, it's when you tie people up and but it's in a very like artistic way there's like a lot of knots and ropes going like all over the body mm-hmm not like a tie to the headboard situation. Okay. It's a much more intricate thing. Uh-huh. Um, so he's talking about that, but then he's talking about it in a way that you're just like, that's not, it's not like a kinky BDSM thing. At this point, it's like toxic, abusive kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, anyways, so it's kind of going back and forth between all these people. And then at the very last second in the first episode, they drop this bombshell that uh, Army Hammer's aunt wrote a book all about how fucked that family is. What? And so... When? Like recently? Or? Like a couple years ago. Oh, okay. But when all this stuff started coming out with all these girls who were like, this is what he was doing to me. This is what he was saying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them contacts another one and she's like, hey, I heard this like rumor. And she's like, the girl from Dallas is like, oh, that is all true and you can quote me. <coughs> like, I'll, I'll back that up. That yeah. is what happened. And so then uh, she... So this girl on TikTok is like 
is trying to figure out like the whole story Uh and while she's trying to figure out the whole story she discovers that the aunt did that go super left (laughs) it went super left (laughs) poor dude poor dude gosh all right overtime still happening this is (laughs) nonsense um so the girl she finds out mm-hmm. that the aunt wrote a book so she starts listening to the audiobook uh-huh. and then she starts posting on tiktok all the things that she's been finding out about the family she's like oh, let me tell you guys something this is much darker than this situation and the girl from dallas is like the thing that made me mad was that when they were like when the messages started going like viral uh-huh everybody was stuck on the fact that he has said something about like well he she said that he would like bite her and it was uh-huh. always like harder than you would like normal right yeah sexually bite someone i guess right 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 yeah i almost said normally i'm not going around biting people <laughs> <laughs> um but like she's like walking around with like the teeth marks for days wow. biting her. Mm-hmm. And he had sent her one message that said something about like wanting to, or was a cannibal Ugh. and like had cut the heart out of a deer and ate it while it was still like soft and warm. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And she was like, I mean, yeah, that was bad, but everybody was clinging to that part and not all the other stuff that was happening. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it and I was like, well, I heard when I heard about it, it was army hammers, a cannibal and he's like admitted it to multiple people. Yeah. And even when I started watching the documentary, I'm like waiting for them to start dropping these bombshells about cannibalism. Like, I'm like, all right, tell me the story. There's like bodies in the basement, like, like a Jeffrey Dahmer style. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. So far, that's not at all what this is about. And how <clears throat> how many episodes is it? I don't know. I haven't looked. Okay. I mean, and, and so far, it sounds like classic grooming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seeing how far he can push things until he's pushed them like way too far. And the uh, well, one girl said that he started pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that I don't think he's grooming them. Mm-hmm. He was. This is what I want. Oh wow! Okay, up front. Okay, with them. the the girl in Dallas. Uh, I think she was ignoring a lot. She even says mm-hmm. that she ignored a lot of things, mm-hmm. and she's like, and I realized like when I'm telling my friends about the fact that I'm like dating him, I'm leaving things out. Yeah, and so she's like, uh, did I ignore some like red flags that I shouldn't have? Which yeah like like one time she's not even in the state and he went to her apartment building and like walked into her apartment building and like left a note on her door and i was like but they hadn't met in person yet weird so and she's like what are you doing there like leave and he's like no i'm gonna go into your apartment there's nothing you can do to stop me because i'm army hammer and like they're gonna wow wow and i was like uh and she's like he left me this note and she's like that's when she was like i was talking to my friends and i was like i left that part out uh yeah because you know something is not right there Mm -hmm. yeah for sure like you know what's up yeah so no i'm not blaming her at all i'm just saying there were some red flags yeah um but it's easy to overlook those when you really like somebody and you like she said that they had like a really in her mind a really deep connection really fast 
Yeah. And she also was like, it was quarantine. I wasn't working. I was at home all day. This was exciting. Yeah. She's like, it's Army Hammer. Right. Like, you want it to be like this fun, exciting thing. So then, yeah, you're ignoring things that like with random dudes that you'd be like, what What did you just say to me? Right. Yeah. But you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's Army Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let that one Army slide. Hammer, who I couldn't tell you what movie he was in. But then Brian told me I have watched a couple movies that he's in. I'm sure Actually, he's have. in a, bo- a lot of box office tanks, as it turns out. Oh, okay. They mentioned that the first episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, he wanted to be an actor, but his like several movies just tanked until he was in Call Me By Your Name with Call Me By My Name. Call Me By. Oh, maybe. With Timothy Chalamet. And that movie really got some traction. Well, he his first movie was The Social Network. He played the twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody's like, you've seen that. And I was like, no, I haven't. I've seen uh, maybe a clip. Mm-hmm. And I think I have seen him in the clip as the twins. But I never watched the movie because I lived through Facebook starting. So what do I need to watch the movie for? <laughs> um. <laughs> I remember Facebook starting as well. Uh, yeah. That's pretty funny. So I don't need to know the back end of it. Yeah. No. I remember when Facebook started and my friend had to validate the fact that I went to Fossil Ridge High School for my profile to be validated. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. And then they stopped doing that. And that's when I think Facebook took a turn. Yeah, no, for sure. Because, well, well, I mean, everybody knows the story of Facebook. I don't have to talk about it. (laughs) But yeah, I agree. And then it's gotten worse and worse ever since. But I still love it. I, I don't. I wish Facebook yeah. would go away. But I understand that there's not that there's not type another social, of social app. Like mm-hmm. MySpace, the next logical step was Facebook. Yeah. The next step from Facebook is like back to MySpace. Yeah. Or Instagram, I guess. But nobody reads captions on Instagram. Not that I'm really reading your Facebook statuses, everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, yeah, no, I, when I go to Instagram, which is not as often as when I go to Facebook, I don't read Instagram captions unless it's something I care about, you know, like tears us. Of course I read the entire caption and I like it and love it and, and stuff. There's, but there's very few that I actually read the caption of. I could probably count on my hand how many people I read their captions mm-hmm. or actually read their Facebook status. Mm-hmm. I like everybody's stuff, though. Right. I Actually, I love it. I go so far as to put a little heart on everything. Yeah. I think that's a... Just a decision. Oh, shit. What's Chris doing? I... I Chris it looks like he's a game-winning field goal. Try. <laughs> Let's see. Um, well, 55 yards. He's got that in the bag. Hopefully. Come on, Christopher. You got this. Well, now I have to root for the Steelers because I don't want them to lose because Christmas is a kick. Right? That would be the worst. It was one thing if Cincinnati scored. Right. But now I can't have them losing because Christmas is a kick. Oh, God. I didn't want them to win. Now we have to just take a minute to watch this kick. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think he's got this. There's no way he's going to miss it. If he misses it, I'll be shocked. Maybe the Bengals will knock it down. <gasps> Did he miss? Look it at his face. The, it hit the Look pole. Look at his face. Look it at hit his the face. pole. 
It hit the pole. Yeah. He did. He missed. It hit the pole and went careening off the other way. Sorry, dude. Sorry, Chris Boswell. All right. House of Hammer on Discovery Plus. He's going to break little- up with that chick immediately. <laughs> <laughs> he never plays good football when he's... Ivy's noticed a trend. He doesn't play good football when he's in a relationship. Yeah. See? Which, watch. Bunk. Oh, my yep, God. Hit the upright and went out. I can't believe he missed that. What a bummer. What a bummer. Anyway, yeah, so Discovery Plus. Um, there's a whole true crime section of Discovery Plus, so we'll see. I might keep it. I might let it linger a little bit past the seven-day trial. Yeah, you know, the only <clears throat> thing that I keep TV for, I like to watch Food Network. I like Food Network to be on in the background when I'm doing other things, but is literally for Bravo. That's it. And I know I could watch things on Bravo on another streaming app like later, but I like watching it when it comes out. I thought out. we were watching a replay, not the game starting again. I was like, I don't remember watching Burrow slide into the first down previously. Um, we can't podcast during football anymore. We're going to have to figure something out because if it's going to continue to be like this all season, I can't be bothered to be talking yeah, while the no, game's we'll, on. We'll have to do it like earlier in the day, like before noon. Oh, yikes. You guys don't want to hear me before noon. Um, anyway, so there's like some different things. I will say I did catch up on all the Bravo shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday and like kind of when I was getting home during the week um absolutely wild what's going on on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and also uh Southern Charm yes absolutely wild between the two of them I was on the edge of my seat after I finally stopped falling asleep during Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because this whole season has just put me to sleep it has been boring yeah um but I, when we talked about it a little bit the other night and for a while I was pretty mad at Erica. I was pretty upset with her and the way that she was handling things. And I was like, this is just not like I'm, I'm on team Garcelle. Like I'm like, yeah, Garcelle's right. Like she does need to be. But then like we discussed the other night, I thought about it and I was like, this lady had her whole life ripped in from out beneath her. Yeah. And she can't talk about it because there's all kinds of legal issues. Right. And she can't do anything about it because it's none of her money. It's money that she, even money she was making at Erica Jane, she was giving to Mr. Girardi to manage. Right. So it's all stuff that she had no idea, which they have now proven. She had no idea. This is not speculation. They've proven that mm-hmm. she's not at all involved or guilty in this. And... So then for your so-called friends to be, well, I mean, Garcelle and Sutton are not her friends, but for her friends to be questioning her for a year and a half and the way that she responds, I could see. And the thing is that this is not the first time that Erica has gotten angry because she's mixing drugs and alcohol. Right. And she shouldn't be. And so she is saying things that she... I mean, you say things that you can't come back from sometimes. Right. She, like, Dorit was like, well, she's very reactive. Yes, she is. And that's her problem. Yeah. So this episode, the big discussion was she has these $750,000 earrings that all of her friends think that if she had any empathy or sympathy towards the victims of Girardi Keys, she would donate those earrings and for the proceeds to go 
to the victims. Yeah. And her stance is, no, I should not. Me giving these earrings back has nothing to do with me having sympathy, not even giving them back, giving them to this cause has well, nothing no, to do. All of her friends were saying, give them back. Yeah. Give them back to who? Yeah. Mr. Girardi, who's right. losing his mind in a mental hospital. Yeah. She's like, it has nothing to do with sympathy or empathy. If the court determines that the earrings were given to me with ill-gotten funds, I will be happy to re- return them to the court and they can decide where that goes to. Right. But she's all, but until then, this is a legal issue, not a personal issue for me with these earrings. Yeah. And her friends are just every one of them piling on her about, and they're two totally different things. I'm with you in complete agreement that the earrings have nothing to do with her feeling sympathy or empathy for the the victims. But she does get really angry, and then she starts going with the supposed victims and... yeah. I mean, like you said, she starts saying things that she can't come she, back from. Yeah, because because if if she had been in the right frame of mind, she could have phrased that better. Yeah, you could have, she could have said, "We don't know what the status is with all of these people. Right? Who got money? Who didn't? Right? Me giving anything to the court doesn't change mm-hmm. until there is an outcome from this. Right. Because it's their job to sift through who got the money and who didn't get the money and where is the money going to come from to give these people their money. Yeah. And all of these things. And that doesn't change whether or not Erica feels bad about it or mm-hmm. whether or not she like no, she's right. There's nothing that she can do at this point to say because yeah. I mean, at that point, giving the earrings is thoughts and prayers to these people. Oh, perfect saying. So you can't say, well, you're not empathetic enough. Well, she is. Right. But also, like, she has not, like, she had to move. She had to get all of, like, she's got to figure out how to live her life now. Like, for Mm. years, she's been just taken care of and was just, like, a doting wife who got to do whatever she wanted. Right. And, yeah, she is used to a very lavish lifestyle, but... I also, I will say that I've not heard her complain one time on social media, on the show, nothing about her lifestyle changing. Right. Right. She she has been saddened. Right. But she, I've never heard her say, oh, well, I used to do whatever, right. or I hate him because I can't take a private jet somewhere or right. whatever. If anything, she's calling these women out over the dumb things that they're upset about, like, yeah. Like when Diana is like, well, I'm going to take a private jet. And Erica's like, well, who hasn't? Like, yeah, no. And I'm, I'm with you on that. Like her entire life, the way that she knew it, you know, for the last 30 plus years. Right. Um, yes. And she was in her twenties. Like, yeah, it's a very formative time of your life to be like, oh, I found this guy and he's going to take care of me. And I thought that I loved him and he loved me. And then she's finding out about affairs and she's finding out about all these things that her life is in shambles. Like, right. And then on top of all that, she's got gotten sued over and over and over again by these people that are like part of Girardi Keys, not the Girardi Keys folks, but like the, the victims of the things. Erica is personally getting sued by them because of Erica Jane or pretty pretty mess yeah pretty mess whatever and she's like I had nothing to do with any of this like you know I I my business me as a person I can't help you guys well yeah you know? and like Sutton 
her husband was like money laundering or whatever mm-hmm. and she had to get the forensic bankers to go in and prove that she didn't know that she didn't know where this money was going and mm-hmm. like all these things so nobody's jumping down Sutton's throat about not knowing where money was going right like I think that and like I'm sure if you ask Kyle where all their money goes she couldn't tell you every single place the money goes right and the and like Kathy doesn't even know where half of her stuff is <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah. like no absolutely I totally agree and and a lot of times and especially you could see like in a marriage with Erica and Mr. Girardi because he was 30 plus years older mm-hmm. than her um that would have been a very patriarchal relationship where a lot of times you know you can ask all you know all the right questions where where'd you get the money for this how's this how's that and it was you don't need to worry about it you don't need to worry about it I've got everything taken care of there's nothing that you need to worry about because I've got it all under control and you know a lot of times women in relationships like that they're like okay great thanks I don't have to worry about it I think that 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 is a a side of things like people who want like a sugar dad like I joke Mm -hmm. about it all the time but I'm like you would have to just accept where the money is coming from or where the money is going right in those in those kinds of relationships where that's what you guys have come to an agreement on he'll handle the money okay well then you can't like then you just you just live in la la land about him handling the money mm-hmm. next thing you know the house is getting foreclosed or whatever is happening yeah like, and you just had no idea because you're living like this lifestyle right and so i think that like it's very easy to to judge but you're throwing rocks at a glass house here dude like yeah for sure so it'll the next few episodes will be really interesting and then Twitter was just on fire about Kyle and Kathy. Well, Kyle's a shitty sister. She is. Kyle deserves the takedown that's coming. I said it at the beginning of the season. I maintain it now. She deserves it. Mm-hmm. And if Kathy's the one who does it, all the more power. <laughs> It'll be interesting. And then there's all sorts of rumors flying around that um, uh, Diana got booted from that. Yeah, that Diana, this is her one and only season because she's boring and weird and nobody really likes her true true and true yeah and then that rena has gotten fired yeah that's what i heard yeah or as um as uh what's that girl who's like not well bitch uh-huh yeah dorinda dorinda uh-huh dorinda kept saying on uh real housewives ultimate girl trip. trip that she'd been put on pause yeah that andy told her she was put on pause and all the other housewives are like bitch you got fired yeah and she's like well i'm on pause yeah and they're like okay yeah they're like get it through your head you're never coming back right you're not um on pause you are fired mm-hmm. so that that's what uh that's what what's her name's gonna say too yeah i'm on pause i'm on pause but you know like rena i guess archived all of her real housewives everything on all of her <gasps> social media stuff oh i didn't know that yeah and Tea. so yeah so that's some of the stuff that's been contributing to the this is it for her so we, um yeah okay now southern charm yes okay first of all whitney and naomi is sending me like (laughs) i just don't know how i feel about it and i feel like like my emotions about it are are written all over naomi's face like naomi doesn't know how to feel about it right but she's like because like 
Whitney invited her to help co-host the boys noise uh-huh which i was like that's a bit weird like right that's that a little was, that was a little jump in the gun i right. thought right and so yeah she and like it's all over her face that she's like whoa we're not ready for that right like, yeah she's like we're not there so and then he like didn't know what to do about that and so like watching them kind of makes me cringe because mm-hmm. it's just so rough to, to witness yeah but i think that part of that is that i actually think that naomi is the first woman in a very long time that Whitney has had any serious interest in. Yeah, that's probably true. You know, and so then he's very awkward because uh, he does have a lot of things. He knows his mom is getting older. He's getting older. He's in his 50s. Yeah. And he knows that he, he knows he loves his mom so much and that she really wants him to to be in a relationship with a woman before she passes away. Yeah. And he's just been living a bachelor life for so long. Um, And Patricia said it really well. She's like, you know, women just kind of come and go. She's like, and so it's hard for me to be hopeful about him and Naomi. She's like, but I still am, you know? And it was just, it was really cute. And I think that Naomi really likes him. But it is a whole weird thing because she is quite a bit younger than him. She's probably 20-ish years younger than him. And her friends group of of the same age, they're all like, you know, a little bit like, well, this is somebody who, you know, this is Craig's friend and this is, but he and Craig aren't really they're friends. They're not like close. It would right. be like if she was dating like Shepard Austin then. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be different. Yeah. But, and then... Um, I liked when Catherine was like, well, Whitney's like a good dude. Yeah. Like, like Whitney's a good catch. Like, yeah. if you want to be with Whitney, like you should. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot. I wasn't expecting that from Catherine. Like, I, I wasn't expecting, expecting it Catherine either. to be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But instead, Catherine was like, no, this is like a good idea. Like. 100%. This yeah. game is going to go into double overtime. At least because there's only eight seconds left. Um. Are they going to have Chris come back out and kick? Oh, Jesus. I will not be able to handle that again. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, no. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Knowing that Taylor and Shep are not together anymore makes watching their like. See, well, I did appreciate that even though Shep and Craig were like biting each other's heads off at mm-hmm. the house. Yeah. When Craig sat down and was like, look, you need to go in there. And this is like, if you care about this girl, like I know you care about her, you need to and even address when, this yeah. with her. And even though Shep was like, this is stupid. And Craig was like, well, sometimes you got to do things that you think are stupid for the people that you love. Like, yeah. And Shep was like, well, Craig's really the only person who could say that to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, they're so cute. They're really, their little friendship is so cute. Yeah. But then when they're having another conversation about Shep's Raya profile not being hidden or deactivated and Shep's like, well, I'm not doing, I'm not going to deactivate it. That was nuts. That was so nuts because that was one of the things, that was one of the things. Did he kick? He kicked. <laughs> See, I couldn't watch that time. Yeah, look, he's happy. He's a happy boy. Well, at least he made it this time. Yeah. Grievances. Yep. So uh, part of this conversation that they were having was that Shep, uh, they were, it had hit the the blogs that Shep uh, had a Raya profile and that it was an active Raya profile. And Shep's, and that it was used like in Bermuda, 
six yeah, or eight were, or a in, year ago yeah, when they were fighting yeah and so but yeah when he's uh craig was like you need to deactivate that profile that's you, you need to talk to her and you need to deactivate the profile and he was like well i'm not doing anything with the profile i don't go on to raya like because it says the last time you accessed it which for him was bermuda yeah and it said that yeah but um, but Craig had a good point when he's like, well, you all these girls think they have a chance with you because your profile is popping up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm not going to deactivate it. I was like, what the heck? Well, and you, like Craig's right. You can go in there and hide it. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't deactivate it, but hide your profile from people being able to see it for now. Mm-hmm. And then if you and Taylor don't work out, then you can put, turn it back on. Yeah. But you, you okay, you don't want to delete the whole thing. Fine. Yeah. But you don't have to have it searchable right right now yeah and so and then while boys noise was going on the ladies were having a girls night out so it was naomi Catherine, leva um shoot who was on the other side of leva um, i can't remember um benita. uh yeah benita um taylor Vanita. oh no it's a b no, it's not. No, I swear it is. It's not. It's Benita. No, it's not. No, I promise you it is. It is not. Oh, it's the girl that Austin's dating, whatever her name Olivia. is. Olivia. and Taylor. And so they're at the table and they're discussing like the things that have happened over the last few weeks. There's Look, been friends giving. Benita with a V. Oh, huh, I thought it was a B the whole time. Thank okay, you. You're welcome. Um, I was not about to lose that fight. <laughs> so they had gone to this house like a country house and they were playing games and stuff and Shep had sent some things that were like made people go oh but at one point he called Taylor an effing idiot and the conversation with Taylor and Naomi after that where she was like Taylor's like it's so often I didn't even notice that he had said it and uh, Naomi's expression of holy crap that is terrible like he can't talk to you like that and she and then and then she starts with the whole well he doesn't mean it this he's just the oh, blah blah yeah. blah like when making it all okay the, when they're making their friends giving dinner and she mm-hmm. was like hey you can't joke around with me like that in front of people who don't understand our relationship because yes they don't understand that you're joking i was like Ugh. yeah that was her making everything okay and so even after they broke up and it was like and she went on like watch what happens live she was still kind of saying well uh we're just kind of like paused right now (laughs) you know we're gonna see if this is something that we can work out but as you're watching the season I can't imagine that she would come back from this season and go yeah we should be together because of all of the things that Shep is doing and Shep's not a bad dude he just doesn't want to be in a relationship. I think that Shep wants a relationship. I just think he just wants a permanent girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And if you're okay with being a permanent girlfriend, then then that's fine. But mm-hmm. that, the thing is that that's not what Taylor wants. Right. And she's brought it up. And she said, like, what if I want a baby? What if I want to get married? And mm-hmm. he's like, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. That's him saying no. Right. Right. Like. Yeah. And, he, she, and Taylor, they've actually brought it up just kind of recently on the show the last couple episodes taylor and her family they're very religious so and she has said before that she wants a baby but she's going to be married first she's not they're not doing anything in any other order 
Um, and even on this episode where she really did, she was like, you know, God's talking to my heart and he's this and he's that. And I was like, all right, you know, good, good luck. Uh, she's very sweet. She's very sweet. I love her. I like her so much. I like her too. Yeah. I like, um, the conversation that Paige <laughs> and Naomi had mm-hmm. because I love Paige. Yes. I love Paige. She has like the she's very Italian mm-hmm. and she will pop off if she has to. Yeah. But she also has like a very like sense of grace about her that she handles things well. I agree. And I was a little bit like, Oh, this is not going to go well when they go out there and talk. Mm-hmm. Like, and then Paige was very direct. She was very upfront and was like, let's just call it what it is. Like, what is this? And then she was like, look, I wanted to like you because I think that you dress nice and you wear cute clothes. And like, I, like we were never going to be best friends but we could have right. been like cordial mm-hmm. and she called Naomi out on her shit but she did it in a way that was like like I respected Paige more for that right and then she just got up and was like all right Craig like let's go Craig on the other hand did not handle that well right yeah no it, so it was both shows have been good good yeah. good so like for the last few episodes finally some good television yeah absolutely some good Allegedly non-scripted tele- reality TV. <laughs> I think that's. Um, I think that some of it is unscripted, and then like something happens, and then the producers are like, "Okay, do that again. Okay, do it again. All right, do that one more time." Well, I was scrolling through TikTok, mm-hmm. and I have not since like the maybe very first season of Sister Wives. I've never like watched it again right and i was like very loosely watching it like (laughs) if it was on and nothing else was on then i would watch it yeah well this like clip shows up on my tiktok because mary who's the first wife and the only one who's legally married to cody Mm -mm, she's not legally married to him anymore because she got divorced so that he could so he could marry robin right and adopt the kids and when they're having the conversation with the wives Mm -hmm. they're sitting there and th- she's like, all right, I'm going to do this thing so that Robin can marry him. And the one wife, the first thing they're like, do you have an- the You can hear the producers. They're like, do you have anything to say about this? And she's like, no. And they're like kind of pushing her. And she's like, I mean, I think we're doing this for the taxes. And I was like, mm-hmm. and then she's like, that's it. That's all I have to say. And the producers are all kind of like, well, now what do we do? Because we weren't expecting her to say that. Mm-hmm. And then the one, so Mary's divorced now. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, the second, I don't know what order he married them in. Anyways, Christine. Christine was the second one. She's left. Yep. And she's now living in Utah, living her life with her kids. Right. I didn't know any of that had happened, but apparently the new season starts tonight and they're going to show the conversation where Christine tells Cody she's leaving. Oh, cool. So I was like, oh shit, am I about to watch Sister Wives for the first time in in 17 17 seasons of this show? So two of the four wives, the the other one, and I can't remember. Janelle. Janelle. I think Janelle's the one who said that it was for Texas that him and Robin were getting married. Yeah. And I think Janelle. I think Janelle's about to leave. Yeah. If she hasn't left already, she's about to leave. Yeah. So, and Mary, uh, I think Mary was going to leave. Mary was living like a double life on the internet. Yeah. And I think that Mary too, like this whole thing has devastated her. 
like all of it, you know? And I think that a lot of times when people that are like Cody, um, want to do the sister wife thing, it's, um, never, the wife doesn't fully agree with it. They agree to do it, but it's not what they want. That brings up an interesting point because, uh, the other day we were at the pool and I said to Nick, I was like, what'd you do if I brought two boyfriends to Christmas? And he was like, do they, do they know that they're both your boyfriend? And I was like, yep. And he was like, well, I don't think it would work long term, but if that's what you wanted to do, like, okay, if that's what's going to make you happy. Mm -hmm. And he was like, unless all of you are all in a, in an individual relationship, Mm -hmm. but the the sister wives allegedly all had their own relationships with him. I think the problem was Robin was young and hot. Yep. And she was new. Yep. And Cody decided he liked Robin best. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so then the other wives like, because you can even tell when they bring Robin that that the, the she was like, none of them wanted her. Right. Like every other time they're talking about each other, they're talking about how they really did they, love each they other like each other mm-hmm. and they were friends and they yep. were like okay but then they brought robin in and then all of a sudden none of them are friends and none of them want to talk and right and their kids them, don't like each other and the they kids yeah. don't like each other and they've got to move 13 different times yeah and like so and, and i i you know I, I have very little uh experience with people that i know in polyamorous relationships of any sort but almost every hundred percent. I would say like 90% of the people that I know it's that way. The, the woman wants it. The husband doesn't really the, you know, like uh, unless you're a polyamorous person that meets another polyamorous person, I don't know how like long term they'll, they'll work out. So crazy. It is very interesting. Yeah. Those different, uh, dynamics in relationships and it's got to be hard to have all of that on camera yes like even even the heterosexual straight couples we're watching on uh, these other shows like it has to be hard well to have it all on camera it's all on camera and lots of times you learn things on the show that happened that you had no idea about the friendships yeah between ladies on real housewives you're watching it and and then they get in those confessional rooms and they start saying things and you're like, I can't believe you said that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how they were feeling. It just, it would be weird to have that kind of access to somebody yeah. to hear like all the things that your friends are your saying, friends are saying or mm-hmm. when they're, they are, they don't really agree with what you're doing, but they're not saying it to, to your you. face, yeah. but then they're saying it when the camera's in front of them and the producers are asking them questions, like that would just be very, I think a lot of like, it's easy to be like, well, I can't believe they're acting like that. I can't believe they're freaking out about this. I can't believe you're mad at me for something I said, but like most people don't know other things people are saying about them. Right. And like so many times we've heard people say like after the fact and even like at the reunions or whatever that, they thought they had moved past something, but then they watched the show and they watched the confessionals 
And because the confessionals are done after the show's done, after the show is done, it's not like it's happening real time, like not right. The real world. Yeah. They're not going into a room and doing it. Or even on the ultimate girls trip, they were going into the room and yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. But like, so then you, you're, you're hurt all over again or whatever. And you're like, I can't believe you said that during your confessional. And so then it opens up a whole nother can of worms. And right. Stuff. Because so, you would think that in those rooms and i've seen lala do it on vanderpump where she's like i mean yeah like i was mad about it at the time Mm -hmm. but now like whatever we squashed it right but most of the time they're amping it up in the confessional they're being messy they want you to think that that confessional is happening in that moment in the show and so they know that they have to say things a certain way yeah and you're just like what yeah speaking of vanderpump that's a whole messy situation going what's on. going on there tom schwartz and rochelle Ra- raquel uh-huh hooked up <laughs> what yeah uh sheena disinvited katie from her wedding what yeah um but then lala's birthday was the other day and what's her name stassi and katie all went out for lala's birthday mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i wonder if they're gonna come back for another season I don't know, because it seems like uh, messy. Yeah. Well, and like, let's be honest, last season, not great. Not great. Yeah. Plus, now you would have to watch Lala and Rand breaking up, which mm. is got to be messy. Right. And then Katie and Tom, and which the, Katie and Tom, we've been watching them break up for 10 years. So nothing, for real. nothing new there. Yeah. And then, but like, Brittany and what's his name Jax, aren't on it anymore. Gone. Stassi and Bo aren't on it anymore. Yeah. I don't care about Kristen Doty, but <coughs> she at least made things somewhat interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like the, and that annoying girl that doesn't eat anything. Oh, yeah. The one from Barstow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just like, what are you doing? Why right. Are you, how did they must have been desperate? Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder, because like, you're, you're right. Like, I, all of the originals mostly are gone you know you've got tom schwartz and tom sandoval but it's a little boring you know because because schwartz and sandoval well i mean they're kind of growing up kind of Mm -hmm. but like they're they're doing different like it's not as much fun anymore because they're all like becoming adults yeah and so they're doing like more adult things and you're right. just like, oh, this is boring. It was more fun when you guys were going to Vegas and cheating on people and like watching yeah. it all happen and <laughs> yeah, being yeah. like, when people were getting in fist fights. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> it makes it sound like only interesting TV is like really dramatic, but yeah. Vanderpump was good because it was dramatic. And then they all had to go back to work on like Tuesday and go back to their bartender and waiting jobs and right. like be civil with each other like what the heck happened when you guys were on this trip like yeah that that stuff was the good stuff yeah like anyway that's my reality tv rant for the week it was good it was not in the show notes no not at all (laughs) so we've been up to watching some reality tv getting all caught up things to say (laughs) you know what so did i i wanted to talk about it so i'm glad that we did um, other than that, kind of the stuff I've been up to, it's been pretty quiet uh, over the last little bit. Um, the Women Painting Women uh, series at the Modern, uh, towards the end of it, uh, there was the ballet at the Modern, and um, they did it right in the grand entry. You know, when you walk into the Modern Art Museum and it's just this grand foyer. Um, 
I thought it was actually going to be in the movie theater, which is just to the right of that, but it was gorgeous. So um, I'm totally blanking on the choreographer, but she's someone who I am an acquaintance with. And so I wanted to make sure I went and supported her and the the ballet itself. It was interpretations of three different paintings and it was just gorgeous. Nice. It was so um, beautiful and calming and it was a rainy day and it was just it was gorgeous. It was so nice. I'm really happy that I made time for that. And I hope that that's something that the modern bring, brings back, you know, maybe yearly or something, that ballet at the modern with the interpretations of the art, I think was a really fantastic um, event and a way to celebrate the, the art. That's awesome. Yeah. I um, haven't been up to anything except for this dirty 30 trip that I went on. So it was super fun. We were in Orlando <laughs> for a week mm-hmm. last week. I just got home on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we left Thursday. We left Thursday. Yeah, yeah. we left Thursday because mm-hmm. Wednesday night I was over at Brian's because we left at the ass crack of dawn on Thursday. <laughs> we were up getting ready to leave to the airport at like five in the morning. Wow, which was atrocious. <laughs> I almost recorded a video of it because I was so like. Like my eyes were barely open. That's funny. But, you know, you got to kick it into gear and then get to the airport. And then we had a um, just absurd number of bags. Yeah. <laughs> because we had all the bags, but then you've got the stroller and the car- and the car seat. car seat and the carry-ons and the checked bags and the, the thing that she sits in, the sling. Yeah. And then all of our like uh personal items so we just uh, like all of us trying to get all this stuff into the airport because i don't know if you've ever left at a terminal c before but terminal c at dfw should be condemned terminal c is the one where you go in underground and you have to take the elevator up yes terminal c is an absolute atrocity so bad that if i ever have to leave out of terminal c again i might riot or i'll go park my car in a different terminal and take the skylink to see Oh, that's probably because a good idea. Because that was um that was atrocious. Mhm. And I don't I don't really understand why. <laughs> like I don't know why it's so bad. Mhm. But it was it was a disaster. American Airlines amazing though. You know, they do a good job. Yeah. Um so we checked in. Um we got, you know, everything handled. We went through uh, TSA. The funniest part was when we got through. So Kyle had to go through regular because he's not pre-check mm-hmm. till I buy it for him for Christmas because that dude travels way too often to not be pre-check. Right. So we're like, I'm racing him through because the, the standard line was supposed to be roughly the same length of time as the TSA check line. Uh-huh. So I'm like racing him through it. Anyways, we get to it and Noodle looks straight up shocked that Kyle has st- is still with us. I was like, what is this face? Like, she's like, I can't believe they let you through airport security. You're still around. (laughs) It just was very funny. (laughs) So we get to Orlando. Courtney um, was already at Epcot. She had been there since Wednesday. So Wednesday night, Courtney got to Orlando. So they were at Epcot since it opened on Thursday. Gotcha. So she calls. We're trying to get checked into the hotel. We get checked in. We run over to Epcot. Um, 
we there was there's this place called Joffrey's Coffee that's all over Disney World. Mm-hmm. Excellent coffee. Oh, cool! Excellent, excellent coffee. I had their coffee two times a day. Sometimes, sometimes nice. three. <laughs> it's delicious iced. It's delicious. They have a cappuccino dream. It's frozen. It was delightful. Nice. Anyway, so by the time we get to Epcot, Noodles asleep though. So the very first thing that they went on was like some I don't know space something. Um, but I went on a mission to find the coffee. So I found the coffee because I was exhausted. And then, uh, we, we, um, went on the guardians of the galaxy ride. It's new. Mm -hmm. It's super fun. It broke down. Well, actually the first ride we rode at Epcot was like the three amigos. Like it's like pirates of Caribbean. You get in like a boat and and go through it Uh broke down. Oh no. Then we go to ride Guardians of the Galaxy. It breaks down. Oh, no. And I was like, this is not... Uh, Boating well. Go, Yeah, this is not a good sign for the mm-hmm. rest of our trip. Um, so Epcot was fun. Katie and Nick get there that night. I knew that they were arriving late. So I put my phone on my chest because I'm thinking I've got to be awake for when Katie needs to get into the hotel because we all had the magic bands. So we didn't have like physical key cards to the room. Uh huh. Which you could have gone and gotten. Like Kyle eventually did go get one because he went back to the room one day. He was just like, "I can't do this anymore. I'll uh-huh. come back." But then we were like, "How are we going to get in?" So he just stopped at the desk and like, they gave him a key card. Uh-huh. So I, I probably could have told Katie to just do that. But poor Katie and Nick both—they're blowing up my phone. They're texting me. I'm dead asleep. Uh-huh. Courtney comes in to wake me up because now Katie and Katie has located us by find my friend. Yeah. <laughs> to confirm where we're supposed to be. So Courtney's like, I mean, you have to go downstairs because Katie can't get into the building because the building needs the key card. So I'm like, oh, shoot. So I sit up like arms swinging. Uh-huh. thought I smacked Courtney in the face. Didn't go like racing down the stairs. My heart is like pounding. I've never like I was still very much waking up yeah but i knew like oh my gosh i gotta get to my sister <clears throat> so i'm like racing down there i like i must have looked crazy like a crazy person because i like <laughs> bust out of this thing and the automatic doors open katie's like oh hi ivy <laughs> <And then> like, <laughs> i'm like, oh, like i'm like heaving air. yes yes and so anyways we go upstairs we get all settled um the next morning we went to magic kingdom we were having brunch at the beast castle which was my one wish for the trip and it was so fun. Awesome. Um, the best filet mignon I think I've ever had in my entire life. For brunch. For br- Well, yeah, they really didn't have like a breakfasty menu. Okay. So we ate at like 1130. Uh-huh. Um, by the time like we they like brought the food out, it was probably like 1130. So we had like everybody had filet. Uh, I think Brian tried something different. Kyle got escargot as his appetizer. Yum. <laughs> um, I went with the French onion soup delicious so good so good and then um they were like oh we heard we're celebrating a birthday mrs potts made this special dessert for all of you so they brought us this like flight of desserts they brought katie all dairy-free options sweet they made her french onion soup without the cheese so they brought her like a bowl of it Mm -hmm. so and then (coughs) they were like does anybody have any allergies at the table like right at the beginning and so Katie's like, I, I can't have cheese. And they're like, okay. And then Courtney's like, I can't have mangoes. And Katie's like, oh, I can't have mangoes either. 
So they were bringing the stuff to the table. Obviously, it doesn't have any mangoes. None of it had mangoes. But they would bring the stuff to the table and they'd be like, mango allergy? And like stick it down in front of Courtney. And then dairy and mango allergy? (laughs) And then stick it in front of Katie. Yeah. So they did a very good job like making sure that, you know. And then they brought Katie the special dessert so that she could. Um, And then they brought Noodle a little Mickey Mouse gray stuff as if she could eat that but <laughs> she did try the mashed potatoes and immediately spit it back out so <laughs> i heard the gray stuff is delicious it is <laughs> it's so good i was so full though because at that point i had had bread french onion soup this lemonade that had glitter in it nice um the steak and then i i feel like there was some kind of vegetable with my filet mm-hmm and then then they brought out the dessert and i was like i am like stuffed to capacity yeah uh and then we went so courtney has always wanted to ride peter pan and none of brian was like what happens on peter pan and i was like i have no idea none of us have ever ridden it because the line is always an hour plus long like it it must be good Mm -hmm. um basically you get in a pirate ship and you go up and then you float over the whole story of Peter Pan. Oh, cute. So it is very cute. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I can't imagine ever waiting that long for the ride. Um, we did not ride at the Small World this time. Okay. But we rode this Haunted Mansion. Did you do Peter Pan? We did Peter Pan. Okay. We did the Haunted Mansion. We did Space Mountain. Uh-huh. And then uh, everybody was getting a bit tired. So, And we needed to go change because Mickey's Halloween party was that night. Oh, nice. So we were all going to go back to the hotel, change our clothes, relax for a second, and then go back to the party. Well, we realized that none of us have the tickets to the party. Oh. So we have to go to Will Call, which was, I mean, it wasn't a big deal, but there and there were a lot of people that were in the line for the Will Call, so that was probably the most, like, annoying part. Mm-hmm. But then they had, like, all kinds of Halloween festivities. So they had, like, trick-or-treating set up, and they had special um, fireworks hosted by Jack Skellington. Oh, cool. They, which the first round of fireworks had gotten canceled because there was lightning. Ah. So then the second round of fireworks did happen, so we watched that. Mm-hmm. And we went on... Um, uh, oh, Big Thunder Mountain, which I hadn't been on in probably 20 something years. Wow. Yeah. So we went on Big Thunder Mountain and then we stopped back where Rapunzel's tower and her little town is. Mm-hmm. And you can take a picture holding the lantern. Cute. And that was all Courtney wanted to do. Cute. That was, yeah. She was like, this is the one picture that I have to have. So we stopped and did that. And they turned out really cute, even though our photographer was sitting in a chair. So it's not a very good angle of anybody, but it was a cute picture. though. <laughs> Um, so it was fun, but I was, I was wearing white uh-huh. and we were getting ready to go to the, we, Tyrell had bought everybody raincoats. Um, but then we like lost half the raincoats in the room. Like, oh my gosh. Anyway, so we're trying to go to the Halloween party. We're trying to figure out where the raincoats are. We can't find them. I'm like, it'll be fine. It's not going to rain. But sweet Nicholas was very concerned about the fact that I was wearing a white shirt and it might pour rain. So he was like, please take my Sherwin Williams jacket. And so in like half the pictures, I'm wearing the Sherwin Williams jacket because it was kind of, bre- it was kind of breezy. Uh-huh. But also I was a little bit worried it was going to rain. So, yeah. um, and then we, the next day we got up and did Animal Kingdom, which Animal Kingdom, I don't think I would ever, 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 ever do again. But we did Bugs Life. Uh, uh-huh. It's tough to be a bug show. And we, Courtney said that the Pandora ride was a thousand percent worth it. 
um she genie plused it so they got on it but i was like i'm ready to go hang out by the pool yeah so that's what i went and did (laughs) and what was the ride that you guys were on where it's just the girls and katie looks actually terrified tirza looks oh that was horrific what was it that was the dinosaur ride in animal kingdom oh so that was in animal kingdom yeah and so the boys went on it first Mm -hmm. they came out did not say one word about this ride i mean they were like it's great it's great they didn't say oh hey a ton of it's in the dark you're going through like you're racing like a meteor shower that's happening you're trying to get this dragon i mean not dragon dinosaur Mm -hmm. by the way a t-rex is gonna pop out and scare the shit out of you um katie looked actually terrified so oh my gosh it was I mean, two seconds before that picture was taken, my head was in Courtney's in Courtney's shoulder. Oh like, no! I was like, so, I was my eyes were closed. Yeah, I was like, this is not for children. <laughs> it can't possibly be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. Yeah, that one was crazy. I was not, and I wasn't ready for them to be taking a picture of us. That's for sure. Um, you and Courtney at least are like looking over and kind of like smiling at whatever you guys are looking at, <laughs> but. Katie looks terrified and Tirza looks like uh, completely li- unfazed. Yeah, completely, <laughs> and maybe a little confused. Like, or like she's like, "Wait, what just happened there?" It was a little bit. It was very like uh, speedy ride. Okay. Um, and then, but the thing about Animal Kingdom is it's very dense, like forestry. And when it's a hundred degrees outside and probably eighty percent humidity, that mm-hmm. was just really bad. Bad. And um, for some reason. I decided that this trip, I would like to break in a new pair of high top Adidas. Oh boy. So, and they were just a smidge too big on me. So I was getting some gnarly blisters. Blisters. Mm -hmm. So my feet were hurting and I was just like ready to go back to the hotel. So you went by the pool. So I went poolside. Mm Yeah. And then Katie took a picture though. Little shit. She took a picture of me sleeping by the pool. I legit look dead. (laughs) (laughs) I have my sunglasses on. And I'm tanning, but like I look deceased. That's and Katie's so funny. like, cheese. Like, I mean, it's just. And I was, I mean, I was out. Like, when she woke me up because we ordered some fruit, um, mm-hmm. because I was like just dying for like some healthy food. Yeah. So um, we ordered like a, a thing of fruit and she woke me up when it got there and she had like eaten the, as much as she wanted and then it was my turn mm-hmm. and so she's like i mean i like sat up and she was like it's okay it's just our fruit bowl like that is so funny um but i was like was i snoring she's like no <laughs> but there's these little bugs in florida um they're apparently called love bugs or well allegedly bugs? i don't know we kept calling them fuck bugs okay they have a, a tail portion that hangs off that looks like another bug is like humping them yeah okay also allegedly they produce by butt like touching butts okay so that was a topic of conversation um never heard of these bugs i've never heard of them i've never seen them i've been to florida in september like i anyways Mm -hmm. that so we were sitting by the pool and these bugs were just like swarming but they they fly very slow so you can like swat them out of the air kyle kept swatting them killing them and they would when he would kill it it would launch right onto my onto my chair the heck (laughs) and i was like can you stop killing these bugs please um even though i had asked him to kill them but i did not want them to be shot at me Mm -hmm. 
anyway, so then we, we relocated and Nicholas came and joined us and it was just a nice afternoon. But then we were like, okay, let's go to Disney Springs, which is essentially like downtown Disney. Okay. So our, um, our, uh, hotel had a very good like bus shuttle system. Mm Mm-hmm. So frequently, though, we kept missing the bus and then we would have to wait for like the next one. So every time we would go to the bus, it was always like for the wrong place. So uh, we were waiting and waiting and waiting for Disney Springs to like pop up on this thing. And then also at the same time, we're realizing that there it's quite a large group of us and we don't know what the dinner situation is at Disney Springs. So we're like trying to figure out where we can get in to eat. But also this bus is like never coming for Disney Springs. (laughs) So we probably waited like 30 minutes. And then finally we just were like, if the next bus that rounds this corner is not for Disney Springs, like we'll just go eat in the hotel restaurant. Right. So we go into the hotel restaurant. Katie goes up to the thing. She's like, Hey, there's nine of us. Can we get a table? And they're like, uh no we're booked for the whole night okay so then there's like a bar and then we were like well katie and i had just eaten the bar food for lunch Uh uh-huh and so i was like okay let's just like go upstairs and go we'll go order room service yeah and so the boys and tears i went to have a noise and then me courtney tyrell and katie went back up to the room and we just door dashed food Mm -hmm. courtney also door dashed crumble which had a pumpkin chocolate chip cookie that was amazing. Oh, awesome. I don't normally like crumble cookies. Like, I'm not a big fan. They're very sweet and they're too big. But that pumpkin chocolate chip cookie was her bomb. Right. Um, anyways, and then the next morning we got up and did Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. which was super fun. Brian and Tyrell made lightsabers. Brian and I then went and made uh, droids. Yeah, Brian was telling me about making the lightsabers. He said he got a little emotional. Yeah, I think it is like a... And then at the end of it, Yoda told him he did a good job. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they, Tirza and I feel like, no, I think just Tirza and Nick maybe went with them to go make the, maybe that's not true. Anyways, Kyle went back to the hotel. That's when he was like, I'll be back. Uh-huh. Um, we watched like the Indiana Jones stunt show. Oh, cool. And then, uh, we just were kind of wandering around. We had, well, Katie... I think, anyways, there was a dispersing of people. Uh-huh. And then, oh, Katie and Nick took Noodle back to the hotel. Gotcha. So then we we're hanging around and Rise of the Resistance had um, been broken down for like several hours. Mm-hmm. And so we're like trying to figure out like what to do because maybe it'll come back up and then the line won't be two hours long. And so we're kind of just like loitering around the area. But then you start to see that more and more Disney employees are coming to like stand. And I was like, this ride's about to open back up because they're about to be bum rushed by people trying to get into this line. Mm -hmm. So we like get up and they're like, okay, the ride's open. A flurry of activity. Mm -hmm. Anyways, they're like, from this point in the line, it's like an hour. And we're like, okay, we don't care. Like... So we just, but then we ended up walking like right onto the ride. Oh, cool. So that was really cool. A dirty 30 miracle. Yeah, for real. And then the next, that night we went over to, um, the hard rock and we stayed to go to universal the next day. Mm-hmm. And then we played around in universal for a couple days and then we came home. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. I know that I appreciated, uh, Tirza kind of almost daily posting pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so those of us that weren't with you guys for her Dirty 30, it was, it was fun to participate from afar. Yeah. And it looked like We took was- a lot of pictures. We also, Tirza did the <laughs> Memory Maker, which so I haven't seen all the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did that so that then every time we walked by like a photographer in Disney, we were able to do it. And then I bought a bunch of the ones that we took at Universal. Because cool. Universal has a photo pass, but... It's like $160 for one day. Holy moly. Which is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could buy like the individual pictures if you wanted them. So I bought like a handful of individual pictures. And then mm-hmm. I paid like $5 extra for the one that's like the best one of all of us to be the digital version. So that, that one everybody could have. Mm-hmm. But um, one of my favorite pictures of you was when you were double fisting the butterbeer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That made me giggle. That was so good. Well, because everybody always is like, I've always has two drinks in her hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, give me Tirza's butter beer. And, and then I'm going to take a drink out. Of, or I was like, just take a picture. And then Katie took it while I was drinking the one. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It was cute. <laughs> I'm glad you guys had such a good time. It, yeah, it's always a good time. I am in possession of several wands right now, though. I was giggling it because... Uh, on one of Katie's social medias, she posted that she had just spent six days with all of you guys, you know, in Orlando and one day away from you. And she was like ecstatic about seeing you the next morning. Oh, it was yeah. so cute. I was like, this is the best. And I just love it. I love how much you guys all love each other. It's pretty awesome. Um, I didn't do anything nearly as exciting last weekend, maybe or the weekend before. Not last weekend, because last weekend I was sick as a dog. Um, the weekend before I'd won tickets at the, um, 817 day for this art battle. It was called secret walls Mm. and it's this art battle that happens all over the United States and they've got traveling artists that are part of it and they battle local artists. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Fort Worth is one of the cities that they were doing this year. And so we, 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 I went and um, it was really cool because the two artists that were with Secret Walls were from L.A. And they had a very distinctive like L.A. cartoon um, style. Uh, one of them had that very distinct style. The other yeah, yeah, yeah. the other one was it was still very uh, California. It's it was fascinating to me to see the difference in art styles of the West Coast versus the two that were from Fort Worth. And the Fort Worth people won this particular art battle. They've got like 90 minutes, I think, from when the timer starts. And there's a DJ and he's playing music and the crowd's all hyped and they're talking amongst themselves. And it was really, really very, very cool. And um, I ran into Choke. I love her. Yep, she's been on our show and she's been traveling around the country and the world recently and she's back in Fort Worth for a little while and she's um really excited to be doing some uh of the things that she learned while she was out and she's doing a, a new moon um event and a cacao ceremony and she's got them listed on Facebook so if you're friends with her there you can look for them or on Instagram I'm not sure if she's got an Instagram I don't know because I don't follow it um but uh, th- it was really fun. We had a really good, like, nice, long conversation. 
And so I was really excited to see that she was back. And then um, the only other thing, and I'll talk about it like a lot more as as the show is going on, but yesterday was the 100th episode party for Fort Worth Roots podcast. Last time that we that we did our show, we talked about the scavenger hunt. And so if you listen to all 11 of the podcasts and got every letter, it spelled out Panther City. And when you arrived at the event, if you had participated in that, you wrote it down and you got entered into a raffle and stuff. And so people all won all sorts of different things. I had signed up for the like the mailing list or whatever. And my name got put in the raffle. I didn't know that that was going to happen. <laughs> um, but I won a, a mug that had the the poster for Fort Worth Roots oh, the, for the episode on it. Yeah, it was really cute. And then all of us who participated in the scavenger hunt, um, Andrew Turner, who's the one who does Fort Worth Roots, he made us all awards. So we've received our second award as a yeah, podcast. Fort Worth famous. Yeah. And it, you know, is saying thank you for being a leader in the podcast, uh, Fort Worth podcast, not seen, but you know, and so, it's really cute. It's a laser cut into like uh, plastic resin stuff. And uh, it, he did um, a lot. He went out and he got sponsors. He had a um, market set up. So Diana Lord, she had a booth out there as well as several of the other people. Um, the girl who's Miss Fort Worth, uh, she's still the reigning Miss Fort Worth because they didn't have one in 2021. So she'll be handing off her crown this year. But um, she had a booth and she was selling her art. And when he was doing all of the raffles at the end of, of the event, she just kind of impromptu was like, you know what? Give one of these away. And it was one of her paintings. Aww. Yeah. And it was really pretty. It's called Beach Foam. And so it's got all of those pretty like beachy blues and whites and then gold all throughout it. Gorgeous. Dustin won it. Nice. Yeah, it was really pretty cool. And then um, uh, Jeff Lord won. Is this is the best? He Andrew, one of the um, the sponsors is uh, somebody who does like laser cut, laser cut metal, and so he won two like fish skeletons. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's very it Lordish. Yeah, and he and he wasn't there, <clears throat> and so um they were going to pull another name. And I was like, wait, Zoe's here. And so he was like, oh, Zoe, come get the prize for your dad. Cause I was like, not having those metal, like laser cut fish, fish bone things would be a mistake. Yeah. Jeffrey Lord needs those. <laughs> nice. So yeah, it was a really good time. And, and um, so uh, there was some different bands and stuff, but we'll talk about that in the music minute. But that was my good time yesterday. Nice. <coughs> when are we doing music minute oh later later is Did it you, time for thanks for the memories then um i can just i can since we're already talking about this um fort worth roots episode i can do the spotlight for this week or this podcast because i wanted Go to talk it. about local podcasts so um fort worth roots in particular andrew turner he's working really hard to have the podcast community in Fort Worth be spotlighted by the city and uh, for all of us to kind of really cheer each other on with our podcasts. And um, the scavenger hunt was a big part of, of me learning about a lot of different ones that I had no idea about. 
So on Fort Worth Roots, he has um, he's had the mayor on. He's had polarizing figure Tim Love on. He's had a lot of artists and everything. And he went and did a podcast from the ISIS Theater, which is like down in the stockyards. And that's the one where you just show up and they pick the movie, right? Right. Yeah. Nick was telling Brian about it. If you're like the first one in line, you get to pick the movie for everybody. So uh, it's a Sunday morning thing that uh, that they do. They so you buy tickets or to go to this movie and you have no idea what you're going to see because nobody knows until that first person goes in and picks the movie. Even then, they don't tell anybody. They just only that person knows what you guys are all watching. <laughs> and so, yeah, Nick was like, Brian, this seems just like your kind of chaotic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was talking for his dirty 30. He wanted to do something um, that would involve a movie theater. And I was like, hey, what about the ISIS in Fort Worth? And he was like, oh, hey, that's a great idea. So he was. I thought we were going to some cabin in Colorado. He's got lots of ideas. He does have a lot of ideas. Yeah. I guess the other day, too, the idea of Puerto Rico came up. Oh, and then also, yeah. there, we found this house in Del Mar one time. Uh-huh. And Brian was like, I'm mad we never stayed in the house in Del Mar. So we might be going to Del Mar, which is my vote. <laughs> so it's. I love it, though, that he's just got like all of these great ideas. It'll be fun. That That's next year for him. Yeah, because I was like, oh, we have a break. And then I was like, no, we don't. No. Mm-mm. Brian's. We've got after Katie's, we've after, got Katie's wedding, mm-hmm. Noodle's first birthday, Brian's Dirty 30. And then we have a couple Then you years. have a break. Yeah. But the problem is that in 25, we have Tyrell in July and Katie and Nick both in November. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That I, I was telling Katie, too. I was like, I think you guys could do a joint thing for your Dirty 30. And I don't. I nope. think she was like, she no. She hates that. Yeah. So, um, well, they can't both be in November, boo. So, yeah, come on, Katie. No, somebody's gonna have to pick a different month. (laughs) Um, so one of the other ones that has been doing a lot within the city of Fort Worth is the Funky Panther. Um, Tim, Chad, I wear their shirt all the time. Yeah, they are, um, doing good things, big things. They are trying to again bring together the podcast community by having mixers. Um, they do a lot with Here Fort Worth. In order to get podcasts um, recognized, they are the ones also that are working with um, uh, Amplify 817 to have podcasts have a page on there like the musicians do. So all of them working really hard. And then the one that um, this last one is one that Jeffrey Lord uh, really said that I should listen to because he said it would be like if you and your best friend were doing a podcast, you Ivy. <laughs> um, it's called Forever Reckless. And I love their tagline. It is two girls and a podcast, unfiltered and unedited unedited girl talk. I so, like that. Yeah, he says it's really funny that they talk about ev- anything and everything and they're irreverent and honest and he really has hyped up that podcast. So it is in my queue to start listening to. And that's really our little Fort Worth famous spotlight for this week. Podcast, local ones, listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> I like your new phone case. Thank you. That's oh, pretty. I was just looking up Forever Reckless. Yeah. They have Lou Charles, my he, best friend. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love Lou. 
Yeah. Um, all right. I followed them so I can listen to their, get caught up on their podcast. Awesome. We'll see if it's like me and Allison talking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so let's hear some thanks for the memories. What's been going on? Okay. Well, let's, let's, the roster's in full effect. Is it? It's back in full effect. The ro- so I um, had a little bit of a, uh, look, my best friend is no longer here. <laughs> So I got to stop um, just wanting to hang out with him all the time. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know what? The roster, back in action. Okay. So I I know that we've talked about it previously, but I've been very active on Bumble. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I, I say things and then I think men are stupid and I don't respect them. And then sometimes... They say things, and I'm like, all right, you can stay, stick around for a little bit. Okay. So uh, right before I left, I was supposed to go on a date, and the guy was like, oh, like, don't you have a lot of stuff you have to get done? Like, it's okay. We can meet up when you're back. So uh, we have yet to do that because it's been a wild ride since I've gotten home. But mm-hmm. I really like him. He's super nice. He's very smart. So I have new criteria. The bar is still on the floor, but it's like slightly above the floor. Gotcha. The new criteria is I need you to be smart. <laughs> Love it. Um, I need you to be tall. Mm-hmm. And I need you to have like a job. See, bar still on the ground. Mm-hmm. But it's like barely above the ground. Gotcha. Anyways, it's worked well. Um, so uh, I've been talking to a couple. So I had went out with one. Did we talk about that last time? I don't remember. I went out with one. We went to like a sushi place in Arlington. And it was a good date. He uh, works for a rival paint company from my brother's. Oh, no, we didn't talk about it. So, okay, well, I went out with him. I did not know that. We're sitting at dinner, and he's talking about what he does. And he's like corporate sales. And I was like, oh, for who? And he tells me the name of the company. And he's like, do you know what that is? And I was like, yeah, you guys sell paint, don't you? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, my brothers work for Sherwin-Williams. And so we start having this whole conversation. And then uh, the group chat popped off when I got in the car. And I was like, "Uh, I have to tell you guys something. (laughs) And then Nick, who almost never responds to the group chat, (laughs) Mm -hmm. got in the group chat and was like, where's his territory for sales? That is funny. Um, So it was a nice, it was a pleasant date. He was a nice guy, despite the company he chose to work for. And... uh, it was nice. We kind of like, he was leaving for California. And then when he got back from California, I was leaving for Florida. So we've kind of talked like here and there. Like he sent me a video of being at Venice Beach. And mm-hmm. um, he told me like when he was going to different cities in California. And then I went to Orlando and I kind of stopped talking to everybody while I was in Orlando. Cause I was like, yeah, vacation. I was busy. And when I would respond, like it would take them hours to respond you know, there's a time difference. Also, I'm not at work. They're all at work. So, right. um, the one that I did continue to talk to a lot is a pilot. So he, it was easy to talk to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyways, we were, you know, we're just like, then I was talking to this one and I'm supposed to go watch football with him tonight. We'll see about that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the dude that works for the paint company, he was like, Hey, when you get back in town, like, well, after our first date, he was like, we should go to one of those, like, like free play situations uh-huh. or cider I think is the other Cidercade one. Cidercade over by the new Lola's. 
there is one in Fort Worth. Yes, there's also one in Arlington, and then there's a couple that are like in Dallas and Richardson. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm like, yeah, cool. Like we should do that when I get back. And he's like, yep. So, uh, we were messaging the other day cause he was telling me about his fantasy football team and, or the fantasy draft was the other night. And so he was like, Oh, when are you back from Orlando? And so I said, and he's like, okay, well I'm available Thursday or Saturday. And I was like, uh, I am not available Thursday. I got home on Wednesday. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I can go out Saturday. So uh, then that was it. I did not speak to him again from Tuesday to Saturday. <laughs> and I was like, this is so when he texts me Saturday morning and he's like, hey, I'll meet you at this place at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, cool. Except he said Cidercade in Irving. So I Google Cidercade in, Cidercade in Irving and there, there's not one in Irving. There's one on Irving Boulevard in Dallas. <laughs> Okay. So I was like, you know, it's only 30 miles from me. It's probably about 30 miles from him. So it's probably the same. It's not the same amount of time that it takes, but the distance I could see where you would be like, that's the, the same. Cause mm-hmm. he lives in like Plano or something. So technically the halfway point between my apartment and anywhere in Plano is roughly grapevine. Okay. <clears throat> so anyways, I'm like, okay, cool. I text him at like four and i was like hey just to be clear this one in dallas is the one we're going to right because dallas and irving are two different places right and so he doesn't answer me and i was like well it must it has to be because like it does there's not one in irving so right. it doesn't exist in irving so i'm like i'm just gonna make in my head the plan to leave on time to be at this one in dallas yeah so then he finally does text me back and he's like yeah that's the one and then i'm like halfway there but I had to stop and get gas because my car did, had enough gas to really get there. But then there wasn't going to be enough gas to get back to get home. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't trying to be stopping at a gas station in Dallas at whatever time of night. Right. Basically after the sun goes down. So I stopped and he called me because I didn't respond after he said, yeah, that's the one. And he was like, hey, uh, sorry, I've been on the phone with my cousin talking about fantasy football. And I was like, OK. And he's like, is this OK? Or can we go? Do you want to go somewhere else? And I was like, no, like it's it's fine like at this point we've already made the plan like let's just yeah go so we go and it's like in an industrial park okay and there's a food truck outside and i um was a little bit scared for my life okay (laughs) and then we walk in and there's cops everywhere like patrolling the premises environment inside and i was like not to be rude but what the fuck is going on in here yeah i was like where have you brought me Right. And he was like, yeah, I don't think we should stay here. And I was like, okay. He's like, well, there's a free play. It's not that far away. Like, let's go to free play. And I'm like, cool. I type in the free play and okay. Yeah. In theory, it's not that far away. Free play is in Richardson. Oh man. So I ended up in Richardson last night. (laughs) Jeez. And I was like, "Uh, okay. So I'm like, whatever. Free play has food. Right. Like, and I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. So we get to free play and we go inside and he's like, do you want anything? And I'm like, literally, I would kill for a Red Bull right now. My stomach was cramping up. I was so hungry. Mm-hmm. I ate a protein cookie in the car. <laughs> so I was like not dying anymore, but I was like, man, I'm hungry. Yeah. And so um, I was like, well, I would like literally kill for a Red Bull right now because that'll like stave off the hunger for a little bit. So then we're like playing games and I'm smoking him on these games. Nice. And he's like, oh, wow, you really are like a gamer girl. And I was like, I 
excel at button mashing and arcade games are just button mashing. Yeah, like, for sure. There's no rhyme or reason to these things. <laughs> it's just straight up. Yeah. Anyways, um, on the 19th, which is like what next Monday, the free play in Fort Worth is having a Super Smash Bros competition. No, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so then we're like walking around and we're playing the games and we're having good conversation. But this man talked to me about fantasy football. Like I have no idea what's going on with fantasy football or football in general. Oh my gosh. And I was like, sir, I am well aware of what goes on with football. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like showing me his roster and then he's telling me about how his game is different and that he's in all these like suicide leagues too. So you try to pick who wins the game, but if you lose then you're out. Uh huh. And I was like, okay. And then he's telling me about this like boys trip that, that he's taking to Vegas. And I was like, I don't know. I just wasn't like feeling it anymore. Yeah. Also, I was hungry. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is probably on me all these times that I, that I go on these dates thinking I'm going to eat. And then I just don't say anything about not eating. I just am like, keep letting me pound these Red Bulls so that I, the caffeine keeps me full and then I'll get food on the way home. Yeah. So that, but here's where I started to be a bit of a psycho. So he stands very close to me when we're talking, which bothers me. Like, you know how I am. Uh-huh. That everybody, everybody, I feel, knows how I am. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, he's a close talker. He is a close talker. Not only that, he is a spittler. Oh, no. And so Oh, no. The first time I was like... Oh, no. I was like, no, that can't be what just hit my face. Oh, my gosh. And then I felt a little droplet get a bit too close to my eyeball. Oh, my gosh. And I almost you know how i get i almost spiraled right there on the spot oh man because i was like okay on my skin i can like wipe that away but if i get like pink eye or something yeah (laughs) because you're talking too close to me i will absolutely lose my shit yeah and of course i can't just be like oh it's fine it's not no in my head i am Ten thousand steps down the road, I've got an std in my eyeball that's where i'm at (laughs) yep and i was like I like how would you even test for that so I've stopped listening to him and I'm only thinking about the fact that maybe possibly this has hit me in the eye it's unconfirmed because he was also waving his drink around it had a lot of condensation so maybe it was just condensation from the drink okay but I've spiraled yeah and then we're like playing this like area 51 shooter game and he's starting to irritate me because he's bad at it oh no and i'm i'm starting to be like can you just can you stop talking and just play the game (laughs) (laughs) because we're playing this like training thing like it was one thing when we're just playing through the rounds whatever but we're doing this training and you have to hit like certain numbers and it's irritating me every time we fail a level gotcha yeah and so i'm like can you like this is i'm so glad that you're close to your brothers that's great and can you just focus on what we're doing what we're doing here because i'm tired of playing the same level over and over (gasps) over and over and over because you can't shut up Mm -hmm. so that was when i realized it was probably time for me to go home (laughs) (laughs) but we're like walking around and i wanted to play ddr because like why wouldn't you right and so as we're walking um we're like okay and he turns to me and he says 
Um, so were you like a big N64 player? And I was like, no, we never had one when I was a little kid. I played the Atari and the Sega and then we skipped straight to PlayStation and Xbox and went from there. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, well, at my house, I have an N64 Mario Kart. Do you want to go play? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, are you trying to lure me back to your apartment with an N64? (laughs) And I was like, I have a Sega and Sonic at my house. Like, if I want to go play an old school game, I'll just go do that. Right. And then he's like talking about playing all these other games. And he was like, you have an Xbox? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, we should play like Halo sometime. And I was like, I play Halo for one person and one person only. That's right. And that's my little brother. Yep. And no, no. (laughs) So I'm like. Did you give him your gamer tag? No. I have a friend on Xbox that is my friend from a dating app. We never speak to each other. That is so funny. But I can see what he's doing and he can see what I'm doing. It's very odd. That's hilarious. You would think I would have deleted him by now, but Mm -hmm. I just like, I just let it hang out there. Yeah. I like to see that I have approximately six Xbox friends. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, I probably have more than that because I have more cousins than that, but (coughs) probably have a nice nine Xbox friends. Nice. Uh, That's not an invitation. I don't want more, but... (laughs) um i feel like with my xbox i'm like my friend well when jocelyn and i were very first roommates um we weren't friends on social media for like a long time we were friends on facebook but we that was it and then this one time she said something about her instagram and our friend lauren went you have instagram and she said yeah but don't follow it (laughs) and that's how i feel about my xbox i'm like yes i have one but don't but don't follow it (laughs) like don't try to add me on there yeah because i don't want to play games with you Unless you're one of like a handful of people. Anyways. So then I'm like, I can pick up from this conversation and the body language going on here that this dude is going to try to kiss me tonight. Oh no. And so in my head, I'm, I've, I've skipped the spiral and I'm, I'm on how do I get home mode? Yeah. So I lied about having to work today. Because he was like, oh, well, how long do you want to stay? And I was like, actually, like, it's getting kind of late. And as it turns out, instead of a 30-minute drive home, I now have an hour and 30-minute drive home. So I need to go home. Right. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize you had to work tomorrow. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we should hang out on a day where you don't have to work tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to happen. So we start to walk to the parking lot. And I had parked, like, three rows away from where he parked. Mm -hmm. So we stop like in the middle and he's like, Oh, is this your car? And I was like, no, but it's okay. Like I'll just walk to my car. It's right there. I can see it. I'm not worried about it. Even though this parking lot, by the way, pitch black, all the lights not working in the parking lot. Weird. But a very well illuminated McDonald's and a hardware store. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not worried. I can literally see my car. There's no one around. And we're in Richardson of all places. Like mm-hmm. if we had been in that sketchy part of Dallas and I would have been like, um, maybe you could just like watch me walk to my car. Yeah. Still don't need you to walk right next to me. But he's like, no, it's okay. I'll walk you. And I was like, okay. So I walked to my almost to my car we're at the car next to my car Mm -hmm. and because i'm gonna just right into the driver's side so i don't need to be anywhere else near my car Mm -hmm. and the car next to me i can tell that they're coming because their car is like lit up as if they unlocked it my car is not Mm -hmm. so we're standing there and i'm like oh well i had a great time and i go to give him a hug and he does hug me but when we're pulling back he goes for it oh no and I was like, 
Oh, like maybe this can be your redeeming quality. Like, let's just see what's going on here. <laughs> so I tried and then I start laughing. Oh no. Because the people, the peep, I'm like trying, I'm actually trying to get out of, out of the situation. Cause uh-huh. I was like, I'm just like, this is, I'm not feeling it. Right. And so probably because I'm still in the back of my head spiraling over this spittle situation. Right. So I'm no longer attracted to you in any way. Like I can't. Yeah. I'm stuck on However, this. if he was a good kisser, you know, he, maybe. He could have enjoyed it for a few seconds. Yeah. So I pull back and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, I just, these people are trying to get into their car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, what? <coughs> and I was like, there, and the per, the dude that's walking up is like, hey. <laughs> yes hi so i'm like it's cool like i'm just gonna go get in my car but he like walks me to the back of my car and i was like because we like scoot out of the way for these people to get in their car so i'm standing now at the trunk of my Mm -hmm. car Mm -hmm. and he's like is this your car now and i was like the car that i'm now leaned up against yes this is my car yep and then he goes in for a second a second time oh no and i was like maybe I just need to give this dude a chance. Like we do have good conversation, but in the back of my head, I'm like this spittle. I haven't talked to him since Tuesday. I'm like racking up all the reasons why this is a bad idea. Yeah. And then I was like, this man tried to get you back to his apartment with a Nintendo 64. Like, (laughs) so I'm like, I like pull back again. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I just really need to go home. And he was like, okay. And like, He's like, all right, I'll talk to you later. And then, like, I get in my car and he's like, drive home safe. Have not spoken to him again since then. Really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. I was very clearly, like, not really into it. Also, he did this weird thing when he was trying to put the moves on me. Uh And, like, how do I explain this? (laughs) So, (laughs) So he had his arms around me, right? Uh huh. And he, like, instead of, you know, how gracefully, like, when you're kissing somebody, they like will move their hands around. Yes. Instead of that, it was more like a, a on my back. Oh, no way. And I was like, um, don't love that. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta extract myself from this situation. Oh so man. What do I do? But send the country road gif into the group chat. Cause that's the distress signal. And so I'm like, send it no all of these people are asleep the heck anyways i had to go to in and out at midnight because <laughs> i was hungry because you still didn't eat because <laughs> i still didn't eat i was hungry and i was like this is just this is wild <laughs> so this a person today well, on to the next one. Oh yeah well, you, so do you think i they talked heal- to him the other night on the phone mm-hmm. and it was like a it was nice conversation um but here's what I'm afraid of. So we're going to go watch football. <laughs> Number one, I want the Buccaneers to win this game. And no part of me will I be rooting for the Cowboys, which I've made very clear to him. So that's on him. Okay. Um, and Number two, I really at this point don't want to be touched. <laughs> yeah. So I am like, I don't even want to sit next to you. But it, that's weird to explain to someone new. Yeah because maybe at this point like I should have brought that up because mm-hmm. we've been talking for like two weeks now and so like I probably should have said uh 
I don't want to be like I don't really like being touched but now that I have had this weird date last night like I really will freak out if you touch me Mm -hmm. so I don't know but then I feel bad because he's like making dinner and so I feel like I should go Mm -hmm. plus I do like him like he's fun to talk to yeah maybe you could just go for the first half maybe maybe and you know I mean I don't know if you're just getting to know somebody I think that if they're get they're being like a little bit too touchy, yeah, I really you could say something and you could say it like in a way of, you know, hey, I really like you. I just uh It's a weird thing to explain to guys. It is a weird it's thing. It's a weird thing to explain to guys because number one, I know it's weird. I know it's weird because everybody seems to love physical touch. Mm-hmm. And for people who that's how they express love, they cannot wrap their brains around it. Like they can't like it just doesn't compute to them Mm -hmm. because that's how they want to give and receive love and that's not how I want to give or receive love (laughs) right so like and then and then guys do that dumb thing where they're like well it's just because you've never like right cuddled someone the right way right like you no I promise you that's not it (laughs) yeah so it's, it's just like an odd thing to bring up because of the like mixed bag of reactions. And yeah. I did for a while have it on my profile that like I just I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of guys have on theirs that physical touch is their love language. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mine's like words of affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> Quality time without touching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. So I don't know. Well, hopefully he won't try to be too handsy. I don't think, I don't get that vibe from him. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he'll, it will be fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, like when you go to watch something with someone, if they don't sit like right next to you, people get like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit next to anybody unless I'm very close to them. Yeah. Like I would never choose to sit in the seat next to someone unless, I don't know. Yeah. No, I get it. I'll give us a one cushion separation at least. Yeah. (laughs) We'll just see how it goes. Yeah. And, you know, if at any point you're like, oh, this isn't what I want, you can definitely just leave. Yeah. So, but he is very nice. That's cool. The one who I think will be very interesting to me in person, but how we're going to do it, I don't know because he doesn't live here. (laughs) Is the pilot? He's the pilot. But he's based out of DFW, but he doesn't live in DFW. I know a lot of people in the flight industry who are based out of airports. They don't live anywhere near. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but we had a conversation last night that Halloween is his favorite holiday. Mm -hmm. And then the 4th of July and Christmas. And he's like, what's your favorite holiday? And I was like, it's Valentine's Day. And then the 4th of July and Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) But he was like, Valentine's Day. And I was like, I know. It's it's hard to, that's also when that, you know, like people are always like, why Valentine's Day? You know, like, I, I, but like you said, you just love love and everything about Valentine's Day is very Ivy. Yeah. It's yeah. cute. It's pink. Yeah. <laughs> There's glitter everywhere. Yeah. People are nice to each other. Yep. Yeah. And I think too, you have so many like wonderful, like childhood memories associated with Valentine's Day. Yeah. That I, I, I totally understand it. why it's your favorite holiday for sure. Yeah, it's the best. But I also understand when people are like, I hate Valentine's Day. I mean, I understand yeah. it. I wish that you didn't feel that way. But yeah. I get it at least. Yeah, for sure. 
what are oh we're watching a recap we're it watching must be halftime. a recap yeah <clears throat> yeah anyway. games games so far today have been pretty pretty wild there have been some some upsets going on mm-hmm. oh here's the Steelers and the Bengals I wonder what they're <laughs> Katie texted me because I was like are you watching this game and she was like no and then she said oh the ESPN app just came in clutch she's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> it's been wild it's like dude it was the craziest <clears throat> you gotta love football just for that there's Chris's where it hit the thing absolutely insane yep hundred percent the thing about this pittsburgh's uh uh cincinnati game is Mm -hmm. that that there are so many things that went wrong in that game it shouldn't in my opinion have been that that close that overtime was wild because it did come down to the last seconds and they had time for this kick it went back and forth, I don't know, four, five, six times. Uh, yeah, like half the first little bit of our podcast, they were still going back and forth. Amazing. Amazing. That's why football is such a good sport. Yep. So anything else happening in the thanks for the memories portion of your uh, world? No, no. I will tell you my favorite opener lately is asking men how many holes a straw has. I like it. This dude texted me the other day and he was like, that's a great question. Actually, he told me that his favorite topic of debate is what is if a hot dog is a sandwich? I always like that one, too. And so I texted him back and told him it was a taco. And he was like, that is a hot take. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hot take. He was like, I I like you already, but that is a hot take. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I like it. Um, We were talking about it in... Uh, Orlando mm-hmm. and Courtney let us know that one of her co-workers says that everything can be categorized all food can be categorized as steak, soup salad or sandwich huh all of it a pancake could be a steak because it's one thing hmm a potato a steak but a mashed potato a salad I'm not wrapping my head around this concept. <laughs> I know it was wild. It was wild. We were having a whole this this consumed mm-hmm. consumed the the line waiting. Yeah. Because it was like I was like what? That that's insanity. Yeah. So but going back to the straw debate and the holes. Mm-hmm. You know it's one hole. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making the definitive statement? Because like when you think about like a, a wormhole in this space and time continuum, it's one hole that takes you from here to there. You're saying that you could use a wormhole as a straw? Yes, you could use a wormhole <laughs> as a straw. Absolutely. I, I will die on this hill. <laughs> the, thing about the, the thing about the straw debate is that it shouldn't have been ever like a really a debate. But every time it gets brought up, it gets very feisty. Yeah. Every. Yeah. And every time we think, okay, we've resolved it. We've all come to the conclusion. Then you ask like a random stranger about it and then they say something crazy. And then we're just like all of a sudden we're in a tizzy again. Yeah. So, yeah. But here's my latest that I've been presenting. If I handed you a piece of plastic and said, turn this into a straw, you're going to you're going to drill one hole. But if you handed me a piece of plastic and you said, make this a into a straw tube. And I said, change this into a straw, a plastic tube. Okay. Not like a plastic sheet. 
Okay. Because otherwise you're going to roll it. And yeah. then there's no hole. It's just a rolled up piece of paper, <laughs> which is my argument. The first time we had this argument is that I didn't know how the straw was made. Because if you just rolled a piece of paper, you didn't make a hole. There. Okay. You just used it. <laughs> there's holes there. There's a hole from the top to the bottom. It's hollow. Yeah, that's why. A hollow pipe. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. But if I handed you a, a plastic tube and said uh-huh. turn this into a straw you would drill one hole straight down the middle maybe are you saying you would dr- drill one from the t- top and one from the bottom and they would meet somewhere because then that is two holes i don't know i don't know what i would do <laughs> i'd be like take your take your stupid tube and give me a straw <laughs> i want it to be so pre-holed. you see we we run into this argument and then we start getting into some crazy situations. And then Brian always brings up the human centipede. And so it goes downhill from there. It goes downhill fast. Then it's <laughs> like if I'm on a toilet in one side of the globe and Nick's on the toilet on the other side of the globe, uh-huh. at what point are they connected? <laughs> none. They're at none point connected. At none point. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Want to play some red flags? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll play a few. Uh at this event yesterday, um, Dave Cave was there. Oh, yeah, my alleged neighbor. Yeah, who does? Who was with another podcaster? And I, I'm so sorry that I cannot remember his podcast. But Dave was telling this person that his favorite part of our podcast is red flags. So this man listens to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> where we debate whether or not he's outside. Oh no, I hate that. You're moving soon. Oh no, I don't love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do it. I hate this. Okay, first perk. They're courteous. That's sweet. Second perk. They have an eight pack. You don't have to yell. I'm right here. Oh, sorry. And the red flag is <laughs> they only speak in yelling. the eight pack's not worth it that is funny okay perk they're a photographer cute and a best-selling author wow right very well accomplished yes um i already hate it their hair is transplanted from cadaver butts Okay, 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 okay. Riddle me this. What if you never knew? What if they, that was a secret they took to their grave? Yeah. Then what Then what would it be? Then it's a red flag I don't know about, and I can live in perfect obliviousness. Because Obliv- they're a photographer obliv- and a best-selling author. Obliviousness? Uh-huh. Is that a word? Yeah. Seems wrong. Ha- butt hair. Cadaver butts. <laughs> I just because butt hair is, <laughs> is different from other types of hair. Oh God! How is it going to grow? You know, because when you take hair from the back of your head and transplant it up to the front of your head, I understand it fooling the follicle, and then the hair starts to grow. And I understand butt hair would also, uh, sorry, would also um, fool the follicle. However, butt hair only grows to a certain length. So you're saying you would know because they would just have a bunch of fine hair on the top of their head? I I think so. Okay. Well, let's do a couple more red flags. Okay. Okay. 
Red flag. If White flag. something is ever slamming so hard, it's scary or it's making your neighbor's door shake. That is a red flag. Yes. Okay. They have a twin. Okay. And wait, that's a perk. That's a perk. I don't know why. That's bad. That's no, that's a red flag for me. Red flag is a, is a, I mean, has a twin is a red flag. Yeah. You want to know why? That okay. means twins run in your family and I'm not trying to have twins. Interesting. <laughs> I, I really hoped for twins cause twins do run ish in my family, but not, not, they don't run They're They jog. <laughs> uh, okay. So they give the best hugs and they own Mars. So mega rich. Not at all. Uh, the red flags that they're always picking their nose. That's disgusting. Yeah, gross. I don't think I liked any of that setup mm-hmm. no. that I can recall. No. Okay. Well, we can wrap this up with a quick little music minute mm-hmm. so that you can take care of things if you need to. <laughs> um, so I was able to go see Rob Zombie and Friends. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. At Dickie's Arena. That was my first time being at Dickie's. Was it good? Because I'm going to be a pit bull at, Dis- at Dickie's next it, month. It was great. It was excellent. It the sound was so good, and I was I was writing for uh, the what do you call it? The if you can't control yourself, I'm turning you down. Okay, that's okay. You can turn me down. Um, I was writing for the Blitz Weekly, and so I got to sit in a really like primo spot. And extremely public breakup on the quad happening. He has her phone, and whatever's on the phone, he's not happy about. And she's not happy that he has the phone. Yeah, there's like lots of yelling. It's going inside and outside right now. So we will wrap it up. You will love Dickie's Arena. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So, but yesterday at this event was, um, he had uh, three different bands play. One of them, uh, they're called The Gray. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're kids. And they're really good. Very, very good. Yeah. And then also Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations, which we've seen before. I've never seen them before. Oh, <laughs> I don't, don't recall a band called Itchy Richie. They're pretty great. Um, and I, it was funny because I introduced myself to like the the leader of the band afterwards, and he was like, "We've met. You like my use of whatever words?" And I was laughing, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds, that sounds just like about me." Right? Yep. So, um, and then late to the station was the one that like probably surprised me the most they were so good i don't know if it's a husband and wife duo but they're you know i would say probably pretty close to my age and they do she she plays guitar he plays bass and they do a lot of like reggae-esque kind of sounds and songs and but they're all originals Hmm. and they're really good um they're also (laughs) all available on amplify 817 Awesome. And on uh, Fort Worth Roots playlist on Amplify A17. So that's pretty cool. The only one show that I know of that's really coming up in the next couple of weeks, um, and I'm sorry because my focus has been on a lot of other things, but Rex has an album release show. Yeah, on, I'm so excited. Yeah. At Lola's on the 16th. Yes. So, and he's got a lot of great people supporting him on the album release. And then there's an after party right afterwards with a DJ. Yeah. So it should be really fun. And me motor scooters dropping two new singles. Yes. At the end of this month and the beginning of October. Yeah. And they're in the studio, I think, recording their new album. Yes. And they do have a limited release vinyl that's come out that you can get your hands on that's got two songs. I think the Me Thinks is has a show coming up at Lola's too, don't they? The Me Thinks do have a show coming up at Lola's, but it's not until October 29th. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
oh shit it's about to go down again yep okay well um i'm gonna go be nosy love you mean it bye